You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White, an on-demand audio presentation of redpeachsports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show. Good morning, North Louisiana. What up? How goes Aaron here in the Caldwell Banker Group on Realty Studio in West Monroe, alongside from the Washita Citizen, Big Mike. What up? Did you forget? Halfway forget? No, man. It's just pause for dramatic Dramatic effect. pause. Oh, you are the last professional broadcaster oh. I forgot. What's going on? How are you doing this morning? I'm good, man. Had a good Valentine's. Uh, got to celebrate with some crawfish. Mm. Constructed How a car. How many pounds? How many pounds did you uh, we shared five pounds, but I also got um, something. That's like an appetizer. Well, listen, listen, listen. I got, um, we went to Crawfish City, of course, and I've got, I forgot what they call it, maybe the city grilled cheese. They put bold shrimp on a grilled cheese. Delicious. Mm, yes. It was very good. But I had that along with the crawfish, so nice. that was plenty. Hit us up on the Stuart Shelby State Farm hotline slash text line 888-993-7762. Go to stuartshelby.com for a free quote. It is Top 10 Thursday. We will certainly get into that throughout the show. Uh, it was a little difficult. <laughs> Dude. All right. Put I'm, me to work. I'm kind of mad at you because. so you mad at? I'm the one that had to find all these clips. I and found evidence. some of them, first of all. Second of all. So when we're discussing these, I'm like. I'm throwing out topics for Aaron to, to, to you know, ponder and, and give me the green light to. I said, all right, worst radio calls. Is that, we have enough there. He takes a quick glance at YouTube and goes, oh, that'll be no problem. Mm. All right, so we include it. And, of course, everyone votes for that. They want the worst radio calls. Gets down to actually finding the worst radio calls. How difficult was that? We had to scour the Internet and for And I don't it. know if worst is the, the right terminology. Interesting. We had to kind of change it. Yeah. Perhaps. Because, I mean, there's so many different out there. And I almost get to the point where I, I like it. If the call is really, really bad, I it's like good. it. It's good. Yeah, yeah. It's so bad it's good. Um, yeah, I'm with you on that. Like, for instance, and I don't think this actually cracked our top ten, but – so a lot of people love the Appalachian State call. Uh-huh. They love the block field goal Great call. Great moment in college football. It is a, one of the best moments in college football, no doubt. But when you go back and you listen to that call and you hear how the color commentator is all over it, like kind of just stomping all over the moment, in theory, I think it's a bad call, but people remember it as a great call. Mm-hmm. So for that reason, like you start listening to these and you're like, man, I don't know if that's good or bad. But, Memorable. Uh, it is it is memorable. So it didn't crack our list, but I definitely thought about it. We found some worse than that. <laughs> uh, that's coming up in later in the show. If you have a few ideas, you could certainly use them. Eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. We start the morning as we typically do with a few headlines. Yes. Uh, well, you want to start with LSU baseball, or well, where are we going to go with LSU baseball? That would be the top story this morning. I think the top story would have to be just at uh, College Hoops tonight. we got two big okay. matchups uh, right in our own backyard with, of course, ULM coming off two big wins against Georgia State, Georgia Southern. They're at home tonight, kind of keep this thing rolling against the Texas Arlington team that is very good. Uh, you got a doubleheader out at Fan Ewing. The same can be said for Louisiana Tech. Not often that this happens with the yeah. conference schedule now. you got the Lady Texers tipping off at – and 4.30, yeah. and then uh, the men going at 8 o'clock. That is a CBS Sports Network game 
So uh, they don't tip till eight. So maybe a little bit of a sitting around period between the two games. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the the space in between there, but uh, yeah, um, t- definitely some big games here locally in college basketball. Um, I want to see if U of M can continue the the hot streak, continue that momentum that they gained on the Georgia trip. Yes. Uh, in terms of uh, locally, we got a press conference taking place uh, later today. Carroll has found its next head football coach. Yes. Uh, Guy that they're very familiar with, a former player and assistant coach, Alex Tank Washington, will be introduced. Press conference coming up today at 2.30. He played for the Bulldogs, don't hold me to this, 2004, I believe, then went off to uh, Ole Miss and played football there. So uh, they got a Carroll guy in that spot. Look forward to hearing from him later today. And, heck, maybe we'll have him actually on the show tomorrow morning. Yeah, that'd be good. That would be good. We also got some girls uh, basketball. Got the playoffs kickoff tonight. A lot of big games locally. I know, you know, Washington. Big games in the girls playoffs, the first round. We find more disparity, I would say, in the <laughs> girls and now with the split select, non select. You're going to see a couple scores that are going to be like, whoa. True. But uh, I think, well, th- when I was, this is the game that comes to mind for me. West Monroe. Uh, host in Thibodeau because that's 16 versus 17 that that tips off at 5:30 tonight so um, you know I know there are going to be a lot of lopsided scores no doubt but you'll get a few uh, big games tonight uh, other headlines and we go to the uh, NBA uh, the Pels won last night how about that the Pels did win last night but I think the big uh, I guess story from this was Rajon Rondo and Isaiah Thomas uh, getting tied up and listen this has been a long time coming just because if you if you've been uh, you know following along Isaiah Thomas received a lot of flack from former Celtics players for getting a video tribute with mm-hmm. Boston uh-huh. and one of the most vocal guys about that was Rajon Rondo yeah. and so as these two teams uh, played you know they got a little physical here and there and finally the referee stopped it and actually ejected them. And Isaiah Thomas had some pretty good quotes after the fact, saying, whatever reason, he's an upset guy about me. I don't know what it is, but it's fine. He kept bringing the tribute up. But when I was the one that shut the tribute down, I'm far past that. For me, to be ejected was uncalled for. And then he goes on to say, I mean, my team beat his team in the playoffs last year. Maybe that's what's wrong. I don't know. There's nothing. Nothing should have made that escalate like it did. I think it's just basically NBA players getting bored in the middle of the regular season and have to find something to motivate themselves on the court at this point. No, I think Rondo really doesn't like Isaiah Thomas. Uh, Rondo told, uh, this was back in uh, January, he says, what has he done? This is the Boston Celtics. This isn't the Phoenix Suns. No disrespect to any other organization, but you don't hang conference titles. Do we hang going to the conference finals? All right. Yeah, he, he basically was saying either, you know, pony up and win a ring or, you know. So why does he deserve this video tribute? Yeah, mm-hmm. he doesn't like him. This was a long time coming, like I said. And honestly, if you watch the video, it's really disappointing. Because, like, you hear you hear that they, they got ejected and you're like, oh, what happened? You watch the video, it's, it's little to no action, little to no physicality. Isaiah Thomas did say that he got hit by Rondo three times, but, yeah, you barely see it. Uh, Pels did score over 130 points for the second consecutive game. They win 139-117. to Anthony Davis, modest game, 
42 points for the Pels last night. Yeah, modest indeed. All right, so finally, are we all in LSU baseball? Sure. Opening night uh, right around the corner. LSU looking forward to playing host to Notre Dame tomorrow. The big news here is Hunter Fiducia is going to be out. So the catcher that was that's the heir apparent to replace Michael Papirski will not get the debut against Notre Dame. And so what's that? what that has done is LSU's now going to move Bryce Jordan behind the plate and freshman Nick Weber is going to get to play at first base. Why is that big? Well, in the 11 scrimmages they've had, he's hit he's led the team with a 344 batting average. So you get that you get to see that offense in the very first game of the season. So, I thought that was pretty big. You fired up for this LSU baseball team just cuz all the question marks they have on on the pitching staff. Yeah, well, I'm fired up for college baseball in general, but uh LSU, like I've said earlier this week, I think they come into this season with the most question marks they've had in a very long time. You know, they're I'm still astonished that they really pegged and picked to finish fourth in the West. That's how good the SC is, man. That is still. Arkansas you're talking about a team that advanced I get all the way to the but, College but World Series talking, Finals. You're also talking about a team that has to replace its entire weekend rotation, right, and has to replace a lot of key contributors to last year's lineup. And the power that Dykeman had, who's going to replace that? I mean, there's a lot of questions around LSU. I think, you know, being 15th preseason is a really good spot for them. I don't think they're being disrespected at all. I think that's, that's a good spot. Uh, Louisiana Tech. At Pepperdine to start off the year, Grambling squaring off against Southern down in New Orleans. ULM uh, opening up the season in the friendly confines of uh, Warhawk Field under first-year head coach Michael Federico. In fact, I, I walked through yesterday and had a visit with Coach uh, Fed out there at Warhawk Field. Uh, pretty cool, some of the things that they've done out there. Uh, you know, little things, but it, things that make a difference. Sprucing up the locker room, throwing ping-pong tables in there. Yeah. And work continues to be done. Uh, improvements to the coaches' offices, uh, more of a lounge area for the players. Uh, the biggest difference fans will notice when you go out to a game now, uh, the padded uh, wall, and it's black, and it looks very uh, – and they still got the sponsors and the advertisers on there. looks very clean, very professional. Yeah, cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I want to see what he can do with that team. All things that, of course, uh, Coach Petty was pushing for when he was <laughs> here, but that, that's the nature of the business. That's it. When one guy leaves, then, of course uh, – the next guy usually gets the benefits of what the other guy wanted. Sure. And plus, also, you get boosters. You get a new uh, voice that they're hearing. They're more willing to, you know, go into that pocket and uh, give some money to a program. Yeah. We'll see ULM in action uh, this weekend. Hopefully, Mother Nature permitting, uh, they're going to have to figure out how to do this. There may be the likes of playing a doubleheader on Friday. Uh, hopefully, the weather cooperates. Mm. There you go, Quinn. In my listener, Baton Rouge Station, don't tech and ULM have baseball teams also. You just got to give us time to get to it, bud. Just give yeah. me a second. Yeah. The reason I brought up LSU is because Hunter Fiducia is out. That's been speculated for the past couple of weeks, whether he would play or not. Uh, other headlines on this, uh, what is today, Thursday morning. <laughs> Top 10 Thursday, uh, man. We talked about Nussmeyer. It appeared he was going to be brought in as the, an offensive coordinator at LSU. An analyst. And I joked that, oh, that, that would be uh, – slip there. I thought he'd be the next offensive coordinator when they decided to run Ensminger out. But uh, now it appears he's going to uh, the Dallas Cowboys as their tight end coach. So he will not be joining Ed Orgeron's staff. Yeah. I, I mean, look, a lot of people I saw were freaking out when they were going to bring him in when they were when that was being talked about. 
So I'm kind of glad that this worked out the way it did, just so people can't sit there and go, oh, but you got to look forward to Nussmeier as the next offensive coordinator. So glad that's not a story for the future. All right, the clock is now ticking. Jeff Duncan had a nice article in the Times-Picune about Drew Brees. They basically now have uh, 28 days to get this thing worked out or mm-hmm. he will step into free agency. You would certainly think this has to get done. Now with Mardi Gras behind us and the Saints and Drew Brees' Uh, people can sit down and say, all right, how much is it going to take to keep Drew Brees here for at least another year or two? Is that what they were waiting on? They were waiting on Mardi Gras to pass? That's what I assume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Got to get this done. I mean, we all assume it's getting done. I mean, that th- you, you have to retain Drew Brees. I don't, it doesn't seem like Drew Brees wants to go anywhere. So, yes, I, I look for this to happen in the next 28 days. Uh, free agency begins on March 14th in the N- NFL of course, uh, Breeze's negotiating power certainly helped over the course of the last couple of weeks with Alex Smith getting that four-year, $94 million deal, Jimmy Garoppolo getting five years, $137.5 million, raised the bar even more for elite quarterbacks. Yeah. Are they going to get that hometown discount, Aaron? They should. They should. Will Breeze play hardball? <laughs> we'll see. He definitely knows what he's worth, though. Yeah, he is 39 years young, coming off, of course, a season that he played extremely well in terms of his pass percentage, pass completion rate. Uh, how about the fact that the Raiders uh, cut Sh- Janikowski, Sebastian Janikowski? Heartbreaking. Yeah, I, I thought it stood out. Yeah, uh, just because he's been there for so long, yeah. and he was always the buffest kicker we've, we've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, how, how, how built was that guy? Yeah. A uh, couple uh, texts here. You want to get into them? Uh, Richie says, Michaela Schriffen is the new Lindsey Vaughn. Mm. Sounds like something for the Olympic moment minute coming up later. Yeah, on. you know who Michaela Schriffen is, don't you, Aaron? Mm-hmm. Well into her. Um, Quint says, what did IT do to get a tribute? I, don't, I didn't realize being a ball hog was tribute worthy. Yeah, we kind of touched on that. Uh I like uh, Quentin also calling you out, saying splitting five pounds of crawfish is a mark against your man card. Even I would not admit to that. He did mention he had a sandwich. Also. Yeah, I had a sandwich. Uh, Tommy says, Dietrich's 18th green call, the only time he has ever beat me in anything. <laughs> is, that, is that false, Aaron? Well, how many other things am I going to compete against him at? No, the only time on the I sent, oh, I read that as the only time oh, on the yeah. golf course. Yeah, no, that, that is true. That is true. Really? Well, I mean, you only played three or four times. Eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. It's all part of the starting lineup. Brought to you by Louisiana Pain Care. The starting lineup. Are you crying? The starting lineup. Are you crying? Starting lineup. Are you crying? The starting lineup. There's no crying. Let's get to the starting lineup. All right, top ten Thursday. We got some uh, memorable, uh, interesting slash bad calls uh, coming up here in a bit. We always look forward to this hearing from uh, Chris Blair. He always has great calls. The voice of the LSU Tigers will join us at eight o'clock. Top ten Thursday. We did our research. We've got the most. What are we gonna call this? We can't call this the worst radio calls. The most interesting, out- outlandish radio calls sports radio calls the other dilemma we ran into with this is i mean you could put literally soccer calls uh, you could put it could be the whole list but you don't understand half of it. you don't understand well half it's another of language it. yeah and they're hooting and hollering and screaming true and 
the Tampa Bay Lightning guy, I don't know if you got to listen to him, this guy screams score after every goal like it is the NHL Cup. Like, yeah. like it is the most important game of the season. Uh, so he, he's, he could make the list as well. But, yeah, this was, this was an interesting list. Uh, I think we backed ourselves into a corner, but I think we came out with something salvageable. Nice tease there. <laughs> Look forward to our salvageable list. Uh, we'd be remiss not to mention this. And of course, our thoughts and prayers go out to what took place uh, in Parkland, Florida. And, of course, that community now, as the grieving continues there, I'd like to point out just uh, the assistant football coach slash security guard, Aaron Feist, on that campus basically shielded himself away from students from the, the shooter. He was shot. He has passed away. Just truly a, a hero and a, man, a horrible situation in Florida. It seems like these situations continue to rise. Now the 18th school shooting this year in America. Yeah, I saw a post where uh, somebody was saying basically instead of focusing on this maniac who, who did this, let's focus on Aaron Feist, the football coach who, who gave his life protecting students. 888-993-7762. Let's take a timeout. Coming up next, more on the morning drive. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing. With Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whatever you want, at RonnieWardToyotaOfRuston.com, we'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit RonnieWardToyotaOfRuston.com. Drive your dream, live to drive. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. Growth, efficiency, professionalism, qualified staff. It's what all healthcare facilities are aspiring for, and that is what we do. Legacy Rehabilitation, offering physical, occupational, and speech therapy solutions for a wide variety of healthcare facilities, including acute care hospitals, inpatient rehab, long-term care facilities, and outpatient therapy clinics. Whether you have staffing, management, or consulting needs, Legacy is awaiting your call. Call 318-255-5980 for more information or visit LegacyRehab.net. Legacy Rehabilitation. Brennan Collision Center is now open. This is Steve Brennan. Our new body shop is now open and ready to take care of your repair needs. Our manager, Cheryl Thornhill, is well known in the area and her team of Paul Wills, Doc, Kevin Murray, and Joellen Simpson have decades of experience and a reputation second to none. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and our phone number is 251-4824. We'll get your car repaired quick and to your satisfaction. Give Cheryl a call. Brennan Collision Center, located next to Brennan Dodge on the service road in Ruston. Local Sports Talk is on the air on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. 
Welcome back to the show. If you got a call or two that you want to hear in our Top 10 Thursday, please hit us up on the Stuart Shelby State Farm Hotline slash text line 888-993-7762. Go to stuartshelby.com for a free quote. So, some uh, college basketball news from last night. Uh, Providence upset Villanova. Villanova, the number three team in the country, 76-71. And Auburn, a team that I've really been keeping an eye on. I want to see if they earned the right to be a top four seed. I think they have already, but they're not getting many looks. Uh, They defeated Kentucky 76-66. What's the deal with Kentucky? Uh, They have issues. They, you know, the one-and-done philosophy – Philosophy caught up with them this year because they didn't get the superior athletes that they normally do. So now you're trying to do the same thing that you've done in years past where, you know, all these great athletes, you know, finally get it clicking around this time usually. And these guys aren't aren't as good as the, the previous players. So it's it's in a tough spot. So, they, you know, they're, they're looking at it's a possibility they could wind up in the NIT. So they've got to get their act together and, and start performing much better as we, you know, we only got a couple more games left, and then you get to the tournament. Yeah. They've got to they got to get some pile up some wins here. But Auburn, I thought that was the perfect game for Kentucky to do that. It, it felt like it was going to be one of those games where Kentucky, you know, rises to the occasion and pulls off a memorable win and gets back into the conversation. But Auburn, you know, rose up and and won that game at home. So I think that says a lot about Auburn. Came away more impressed with Auburn from that. So. Uh, anyway, I just think that's as you're as you're looking and trying to pro- pro- project who's going to be where in the seating in the bracket. I know we're still a long ways away. I think Auburn is, continues to you know, provide a really impressive resume. And one of the reasons why Kentucky's struggling is also you say the SEC is so good. The quality of competition week in and week out. They're playing. You know, they're not giving. Right. They're going to walk well, out of there with a victory. And we'll see in years past. You know, even without the star-studded guys that that they that they don't have. You know. I feel like they could make a run in the, in the SEC because the SEC was always a joke. It was always a joke about SEC basketball fever because, you know, once SEC basketball came around, you usually saw the worst basketball in the country. Hasn't been the case this year. It's been some of the best basketball. And so uh, this year is not like the others, and therefore Kentucky is struggling to, to get their act together. Uh, were you all in with this ESPN promotion, the, the crossover with the announcers, Dickie V calling an NBA game, and then I guess some NBA guys calling college games? No, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't under, I never get it every year anyway. No, I don't understand. What's the benefit? I'm of not that? tuning in. Just maybe uh, only benefit of it, I think, would be Dicky calling an NBA game. I know a lot of people don't like Dicky V, yeah. but he certainly has his own style, yeah. and uh, maybe that would be fun for some. Some who who love him would probably love hearing him say "Oh, baby" for for NBA games. That's the only reason I can think of to do that. Hmm. Uh, another story that we, we have failed to mention, and, of course, Johnny Manziel has been in the headlines recently uh, going on a little bit, bit of a campaign tour. Uh, it appears, of course, that he, he has snagged uh, his opportunity to play in the C- CFL or he hit a snag. That's not going to work out. But he did announce on uh, Wednesday or tweeted out, as the kids do now, he'll be joining the Spring League, a three-week scouting event in Austin, Texas, where teams play two games each hmm. interesting that'll bring a lot of attention to that spring <laughs> league i bet yeah yeah we'll do that all right let's get into this uh top 10 thursday so uh we tried to find the 10 most interesting or bad calls that we could find we did attempt to do so yes 
So this one's not actually, and this is, we're going to start with the uh, honorable mentions. This okay. one's not actually a, a radio call per se, and this one got a lot of national attention, and all i got to say is boom goes the dynamite, <laughs> and everybody knows. Oh, yeah, man. And listen, this was at a, a college uh, TV station, Ball State of all places, David Letterman School, and heck, we, I think anybody that's been in this business has had an anxiety attack at some point. I think that this whole thing was an anxiety attack. <laughs> he completely froze up, and it just no, it didn't come to him. Like you know, how sometimes you can freeze up and finally yeah. get your wits together, yeah. and you can. No, it never came. Like yeah. he, it he just started bad, and it kept <laughs> it getting bad. worse. Uh, but you know, this is ironic part about this. He actually uh, landed a job. Did he? He was in the market. He he was in Waco, actually. Is he still doing this? Do we know? Uh, I don't know, but you Google one thing, it leads to another. And he got a lot of national publicity for this. He was on several morning shows, national morning shows. Well, let's face it. If he if he was able to, you know, overcome those nerves and actually become a decent broadcaster, he more power to him. More power to him. But he also has a like a. A catchphrase, you know. I mean, boom yeah. goes the dynamite. He could say that every single every single broadcast. Listen, this went on for probably about four minutes. You know, we, we don't want to sit through four minutes of this because part of it is you basically the visual aspect of it. You see him sitting up there and he's sweating. sweating. And, oh, it's. But here's just a portion of a uh, boom goes the dynamite college broadcast at Ball State. Well, the Ball State softball team continued to play this weekend, and. They were hoping to continue off to their straight three out of four losses. And so we'll take a look and see how that happened. They started off good, but then eventually the Ball State women's, women's team shot down and ended up doing poorly. Oh, no. And okay, we're going to continue on now. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. The final scores ended up with the Pacers 63 to the net 61. The Associated Press of the All-American First Team in College ba Baseball was announced today at Utah's seven-foot sophomore center Andrew Bogot was the leading vote getting, receiving 61st place votes. Okay, great. Thanks a lot for that look in sports, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> that is my favorite part of the whole thing at the end. Uh. The co-anchor sitting up there. Thanks for sports. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so fill us in, Aaron. How, Maybe the teleprompter guy just was screwing with it. I was going to ask you, how difficult is it to read a teleprompter? Like, how long it's did it not, take you? Uh, it's not that hard. Oh, okay. I mean, it is hard if, you know, because somebody else is. Your first time, it's got to be hard. And then behind the scenes kind of thing, uh, sometimes you have to run it yourself with your uh, foot. Now, that takes a little bit of a coordination. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But, uh, man. I was more, I was wondering that too. Like, I wonder if he, a, is he a sports fan? Because he said Andrew Bogot. Yeah. Uh, B, is is was there a teleprompter issue there? <laughs> like, it could have been a teleprompter issue, and this guy took all the blame. <laughs> Thirdly, who released that? Like, who who was like yeah, somebody at the school did him no favors? No, yeah, yeah. They, they were literally these college broadcasts. I mean, there may be four or five people watching. Yeah, right, exactly. So somebody in his class just said, boy, yeah, I, I got, got gold. For <laughs> I have gold in my hand, and I need to share with But ultimately, gold. who was laughing? He ended up landing a job. Is it because of that, though? Surely not. Mm. Anyway, that is hilarious. That is uh, an all-timer. 
next it just time, wasn't uh, a radio call. Next time Adam Winkler's on the show, we need to ask him. He worked with him. Or they were in the same market. What? Yeah. So. Definitely need to. All right. This one should not be on the list. It did not make the top ten. But uh, Jake uh, campaigned for it hard. No, I did not. I, I had it because I was struggling to find some A. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, look, if, if we get Phil 10, here, here's one. But it, it is, listen, it, it's become an iconic call because of the moment and because there is a lot of raw, real emotion there, and I do like that. Mm-hmm. But at the same point. Jake referencing uh, App State, shocking Michigan. Yeah, we didn't even mention what we were talking about. But it's, you know, the color commentator steps all over, the play-by-play guy, and it's hard to tell what they're saying Mm -hmm. at a certain point. And because of that, I think it could qualify. I like it. Uh, We have it as a nominee. Honorable mention, here's App State, shocking Michigan. 37-yard field goal, this is it. This is it right here. Getting so ready. The snap's good. The whole kick. Oh! The kick is good. Oh! The Mountaineers are going to try to take it's it back. Lead to the big house. Sale 30, the big house. 20, 15. Oh! The Mountaineers have just beaten the Michigan Wolverines. The Mountaineers of Appalachian State have just beaten the Michigan Wolverines in the big house. Play by play guy was great. Yeah, he was phenomenal. He was phenomenal. Yeah. But. The other guy is shouting, and you can't understand what's going on. As a fan, I would be, I would have been frustrated. Like, tell me what's happening. Mm. Obviously, it was, it was something good because mm. of their tone and the voice. But listen, the play-by-play guy, take nothing away from him. He was awesome. All right, we're off and running. If you got one or two, you want to hit us up with eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. We'll have a lot of people piling on uh, local guys and <laughs> the oh, job boy. that they do. But you got to remember. Uh, majority of local guys not getting paid or not getting paid that much when you're talking about high school broadcasts. Yeah. We've got some classic high school broadcasts coming up. And we got one guy uh, from Marist. He had some great games and some classic calls for that uh, small school, small college, Division <laughs> three. Nick what just chimed in. <laughs> Kill the color guy. <laughs> coming up. We got a couple good ones. Not going to want to miss this, plus uh, an LSU classic that, oh. Jack Hunt, Jack Hunt. After the break on the morning drive. The North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic is dedicated to helping you get back to your old self, maybe even better. Whether a sports-related injury or an accident in daily life has you sideline, let the progressive all-star team of physicians, therapists, and professional staff at North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic provide superior service and results. Visit us at MonroeOrtho.com to schedule your appointment at one of our three locations in Ruston, West Monroe, or 1501 Louisville Avenue in Monroe. Don't get blindsided by health care costs. Call Vantage Health Plan today. We've teamed up with a network of local providers in order to provide better health care to our area. Vantage crushes the competition with affordable plans. Find out more information on how to join our winning team. Call Vantage Health Plan today at 1-888-823-1910 or go online to VantageHealthPlan.com. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing. With Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whatever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. 
We'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. Peace of mind goes a long way when you have the number one rated gun safe, a Liberty gun safe from McKinney Honda. Here's Richie McKinney. We now have over 100 gun safes in stock in 20 different models that range from 12 to 64 gun capacity. They're all fireproof, USA made, and have a lifetime warranty. And prices start at just $399. 12 months, same as cash financing, and delivery is available. For when the unexpected happens, McKinney's has you covered with a Liberty Gun Safe, your outdoor superstore, Ruston. Grab another cup of coffee and keep tuned to the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Moore, Toyota of Ruston. A couple of uh, texts here. We were talking about Drew Brees' contract and how the Saints and them need to get this thing worked out before free agency starts in about 28 days. David from Arkansas has an idea. Pay Drew on a totally incentive-based contract, $2 million per win. He might make 20 He might make 30 If he makes 30 it'll be well worth it. I'm sure Drew will go for that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Why not? Trent yeah, says two million per win. Yeah, I just. I mean, it would add up certainly, and yeah. you, we all expect the Saints to be really good next year. Um, so it might be worth the gamble, but you never know, man. I mean, what if he gets hurt? Does he still get, you know, incentives for the wins that he's not a part of? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trent says I'd say Nick White calling the Farmer State Championship fourth in game since chills up my spine. Go Tigers. A lot of great calls uh, this segment. Uh, interesting bad calls. That certainly was not. Uh, other nominees, and I don't think this is fair to uh, Jim Hawthorne, just has had an incredible uh, career calling games for LSU. But unfortunately, uh, there's one that stands out and continues to be brought up. Should he have owned it? Yes. Is my question. Yes. After the fact, should, should he they have gone back and then re edited it like they did? I I guess I understand editing it because you want that moment, you know, for for when you show that moment to future generations, you want it to be correct. And I I get editing it. But when people bring up, bring that up, like when he was, you know, retiring and and people wanted to bring that up, shouldn't he have just laughed about it, like laughed at himself? When you do that, it's easier to overcome for Mm -hmm. me. Like when people, when you can just sit there and own your mistakes and laugh at them and say, yeah, I messed up there. Uh, I think people are, are way more forgiving, first of all. And second of all, they tend to forget about it. Because he didn't, I think that was a missed opportunity for him. Now, it is very unfortunate because this was one of the biggest moments in his broadcasting career. This is one of the best – I mean, I know it's Kentucky, but this is one of the best endings to a game we've ever seen in college football history. And he unfortunately said the wrong name. He called for Jack Hunt instead of Devery Henderson. Not only that, but it's a different side of the ball. It's a different side of the ball. And, okay, let's get let's make it go even further. Jack Hunt's a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> Devery Henderson's a black guy. So, uh, yeah, it was – but I understand being caught up in the moment. That's something that, you know, nobody would have thought would have happened. A, a 75-yard touchdown pass with no time remaining. I get being caught up in the moment. But it's certainly unfortunate that you, that you called the wrong name. Here's what it sounded like. Three-man rush. Randall stops, throws it as far as he can. Caught! Caught! 
Yeah, Nick says, give Hawthorne a pass. Duplicate numbers in college football is the dumbest thing ever. Spider has a lot to do with that. Thing was, Jack Hunt was number eight, and Devery was number nine. I get it. That's kind of tough to see from the press box, too. Nine and eight, you can easily uh, mistake that. But, man, yeah, that's tough. Um, but, yeah, I just think he should have owned it later on in his career. I, I would have – I think he would have felt better about it if he would have owned it. All right, and one other honorable mention. The thing is, when you're going through these calls and you're starting to look for uh, uh, interesting bad calls – you really don't have a way to describe them because, unfortunately, there's not a courtesy or they don't tell you the time or the reference point of what the game is. So I basically just have this one labeled as, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Here's the lead in for, oh, my goodness. Honorable Mitch. Ten seconds, take a knee. You know, that's, that's dangerous, though. He will take He's going to snap, punt it. A block is on, and they didn't get it. And did they get good the punter? Point. Here is Fratton to the 30-yard line. He needs all kinds of blocks. There's one. Good block. 40-yard line. 40. He's good at the 50. 50. To the 40. He's down his feet. And the clock is on. Oh, oh, my goodness. To the 40. Is it Should have cracked the top ten. They won the Southwest Virginia Bowl. <laughs> Remember that time the Mud Dolls came back and won the Southwest Virginia Bowl? <laughs> yeah, that that's something. Uh, the roles weren't very defined there from the play-by-play guy and the color guy. I think the color guy wanted to be the play-by-play guy. I didn't guy. understand if they got the punt. You understood, my goodness. If I understood, my goodness, but I didn't know what was happening. You couldn't the feel how the, the, uh, the, the build I definitely up. knew something good was happening. I just didn't know what happened. Uh, yeah, it sounded like. For some reason, I thought he was going to say take a knee, and I was very yeah. confused. They returned a punt for a touchdown to win the Southwest Virginia Bowl, Jake. Yeah, I, I, I very dramatic. I picked up on that, yeah. but I'm saying in the moment, you got to think about if you're at home listening, <laughs> going, "What? What is happening? What is going on? You're supposed to paint the picture here for me." All right, you found this one, so you got to take credit for it. Boy, which one's this one? <laughs> uh, I love a good horse racing call. <laughs> Or uh, and then of course the names. This might be TV, so I might have cheated a little bit. I couldn't tell if this was TV or radio. Well, when it's horse racing, it's you know, closed captioning things like that, simulcast broadcast. But okay, this is a call. Uh, we won't give it away. There's a horse name that has a pretty clever name. Here's what it sounded like. We'll get to that in a second. Cousin on the inside, Questers Jet. Who farted? Who farted on the outside? It's close. Who farted in the winner's circle? <laughs> you clever, you clever, clever horse racing folks. Listen, it, his name was Hoof Hearted. Oh. Hoof Hearted. Oh, okay. And so, obviously, when you're, you know, calling the race, you don't have time. To, for that pause, so you just gotta go. Who farted? <laughs> who farted? Thanks for clarifying that, Jack. I mean, Jack, Jake. Jack. I didn't realize that. Who farted? 
Some clever names in horse racing. I, we'll get some more of those. You think the owner knew that? I think he knew that, yeah. <laughs> Very funny. All right, uh, color guys every once in a while will rip opposing uh, fan bases, correct? Yes. Uh, is this the Chicago Cubs? Yeah. So Chicago Cubs were playing, I believe the Cincinnati, this is the Cincinnati Reds crew, right? Mm-hmm. They're playing the Reds, and they, I don't know what happened on the field, but they start, you know, Cubs fans like to throw balls back onto the field. Well, they start throwing multiple balls, um, and this is how the Reds announce team. Uh, Marty Brennan with the call. Described it. Balls coming from all over the place. Left field, center field, right field. Upper deck. See, this this is the kind of thing, quite honestly, right now, that makes you want to see the Chicago Cubs team lose. Among all baseball fans, and I can't attest, attest to the Yankees or the Red Sox because we don't see them with any degree of regularity unless it's interleague play. But far and away, the most obnoxious fans in baseball in this league are those who follow this team right here. They're throwing 15 or 18 balls onto the field. There's absolutely no excuse for that. And that is so typical of Chicago Cub fans. It's unbelievable. You know, I can understand throwing a ball back that's a home run ball. But you don't throw 18 oh, balls no. out onto the field. No, that's I stupid. Just, you know, the throwing the ball back, that's great. And that's a Chicago Cub tradition that other people have copied around baseball, and I think that's fine. But, I mean, there are people throwing balls in on the field from left field. Exactly. That ball went in the streets in right field. No, it's, it's ridiculous. It really is. And then they'll have no one to boo but themselves. Well, they never blame themselves. They blame that goat. Blame that old billy goat. I tell you what, anybody blame a goat for that long a loser? No. That's silly. Think so? I know so. (laughs) Obviously, that one's dated a little bit. Oh, man. Tabor, Cubs fan, what you think of that rant? No, I think they got a ring last year. I'm 16, (laughs) so I don't care. (laughs) I did think of Kramer, though. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Kramer. Anybody blame a goat for that long? That's silly. That's funny. Uh, keep the text coming, 888-993-7762, the Stuart Shelby State from hotline slash text line. We continue to go through uh, interesting and bad calls on this top ten at Thursday. Let's take a timeout. Coming up next, we got a one that actually took place just last year. Guy got his 15 minutes of fame from it. Oh. Called a tease, Jake. Yeah. It's coming up after the break. Plus, another horse racing call you're not going to want to miss. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, Do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing. With Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whatever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. 
We'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. Don't get blindsided by health care costs. Call Vantage Health Plan today. We've teamed up with a network of local providers in order to provide better health care to our area. Vantage crushes the competition with affordable plans. Find out more information on how to join our winning team. Call Vantage Health Plan today at 1-888-823-1910 or go online to VantageHealthPlan.com. The Morning Drive, sponsored by BOR. Bank of Ruston, now in Monroe. Your investment property, business, and home loan specialist. Come see BOR at our new location, 2450 Tower Drive in Monroe. Or call us at 812-BANK. BOR. We are your Monroe Banking Center. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. We have a huge selection of modular homes, lighted, decorated, and air-conditioned for your shopping comfort. For 40 years now, Greg Tilly's has been saving you thousands. Visit our photo gallery at Tilly'sModular.com or see us today at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City. Good morning, Louisiana. This is the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. Welcome back to the show. Aaron and Jake hanging out here in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in West Monroe. John Tabor doing a fabulous job at Sports Talk 97.7 headquarters in Ruston. It is Top 10 Thursday. This week's topic is, Jake, or list is? Worst, we can't, worst broadcast. I guess worst radio, but the next guy's not radio. And I don't really like the word worst. I like interesting. Most uh, outlandish. Well, outlandish is good. Outlandish is probably the best word. When you went looking for stuff on YouTube, what did you use as the search words? (laughs) I had to end up going with craziest uh, sports announcers. Uh, That helped. Um, And a lot of soccer ones popped up. Yeah, a lot of soccer ones. Football. Yeah, but. And none of them made our list. No, because. It's it's funny because of how much they get into it, but you can't. It's most of it's in a different language. Lost in translation. Lost in translation. Exactly. All right. So we're at uh, number eight on our list. So to start off the football season on Monday Night Football, ESPN does two broadcasts. They got the doubleheader, right? Right. So this past year, uh, they tried to change it a little up a little different with their sideline guy. Yeah, I already forgot about this. By the way, yeah. I put this far. Distant in my memory. I mean, this is central casting right here with his name. Yeah. Sergio Dip. Uh-huh. So Sergio, you know, in full disclosure, this is his second language. And he's getting an opportunity from, what, Telemundo to, to help out on the national ESPN Monday Night Football broadcast, correct? Yes. Question, though. Did he, did he do anything else after this? Do we know? I'm sure he's still employed somewhere. Or do you mean did they come back to him during the game? Yeah. Well, I mean, did he get to do any more games? No. 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 But I thought a lot of people liked him. One of I think the way that was... they liked him because of the way that he handled the situation. He mm-hmm. was able to laugh at himself afterwards. Okay, well, okay. All right, so that big buildup. So, uh, they're in the booth. Time to throw it down to Sergio Dip for a sideline report and give us perspective on the big game. Coach, it's a pleasure to be with you guys here on the field. From up close, just watching Coach Vance Joseph from here. You watch him now on the screen. 
this diversity in his background is helping him a lot tonight. Quarterback at Colorado, defensive back in the NFL, and here he is having the time of his life. I think he nailed it. And you see the crowd was getting into it. He kept getting into it. Who was he talking about again? Uh, Joseph, Vance Joseph. How was his adversity helping him out? <laughs> Shrug shoulders. Yeah, that was um, that wasn't painfully bad. It was just one of those where it was like, all right, y'all are ESPN, y'all are in on this. Like y'all know what y'all are doing mm -hmm. by putting this guy out here. Y'all looking for some clicks on the social media, which is all fine and dandy. But, so uh, maybe that didn't deserve to be on the list. That should have been honorable mention. Uh, maybe so, just because, and and you know. As bad as that was, like, he was still kind of calm and cool. And it was his second language. Like, I feel like that was all on purpose. Mm. It wasn't one of those deals where – ESPN would do that such a thing? I, well, you know, that that's the type of thing that gets a lot of clicks on social media. And yeah. they've been – that's what ESPN's been hurting with the most, you know, is their social media. They've done a lot better job within the last year, but they've been playing catch-up yeah. uh, on social media. So I feel like that was one of those type of moves. All right, we already had one horse racing call. As uh, Jake described, the horse that we heard that won the race that was in the winner's circle. Who parted? <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one, how often are two horses in a field? And I don't want to give this away, but this is just classic. This, this is made classic. national news a few years ago. It was coming down to the wire. I don't give you the whole call, just the last uh, 30 seconds or so. Two horses battling it out to win it, and their names are very similar. Lady Mutata in front. Here come my wife knows everything, and the wife doesn't know on the far outside. Little Miss Macho is fourth or into the stretch. Lady Mutata, my wife knows everything. Center of the track, the wife doesn't know. Into the final furlong, my wife knows everything. The wife doesn't know. They're one, two. Of course they are. My wife knows everything in front. To the outside, the wife doesn't know. My wife knows everything. The wife doesn't know. My wife knows everything. More than the wife doesn't know. Whew. Miss Tallahassee was third, and Morningside Heights was fourth. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> right. It was the guy in the background. That's the one that had my guy. wife knows everything. Yeah. Listen, this is actually a really good call. Like, you know how difficult that would uh, be? He did a really good job with it, but obviously it makes the list because of the owners and their um, – humor but yeah that was that was, that was really funny mm. of course they're the top two in the race yeah <laughs> oh we need to get uh, rick mocklin our horse racing guru on the show to break that one down we've had discussions with him in the past how difficult that is calling a I'm race sure it is it's got to be extremely difficult all right we had that at number seven here's another one at number six i'll have it labeled as i think he scored quite a build up quite a lead in here it is Wind's going to milk everything that they can. They're not going to have to snap the ball until inside of a minute. Let's see what the defense can do. Handoff goes to the left. Ball, ball's on the ground. Bates going to pick it up. He could go. He could go. Go, Matthew. Go, Matthew. Go. Go, Matthew. Go. Oh, Matthew's going to go. He's going to score. Touchdown, Matthew Showalter. Touchdown, Matthew Showalter. Touchdown, Matthew Showalter. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Woo-hoo-hoo. And there ain't no flag. No 
penalty flags on the play. Matthew Showalter with the scoop and score goes 97. That was Showalter, baby. Matthew Showalter, 97 yards on the scoop and score goes for seven or six. Pioneers lead it by three. A little bit of color music, guy. A little bit of Music City miracle in that. Yeah, Ain't no flags on the field. Sound a little like Ben Mitz is the color guy there. <laughs> that was good. Not too bad. <laughs> Obviously, you can tell which ones are the high school games. Yes, you can. The proud papas in the booth. <laughs> uh, how many times did he say Matthew Shawwater? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. That was worthy, don't you think, of being a uh, number six? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. We got a couple of better ones though. All right, so stumbled across this guy. He works at a Marist uh, College. I think it's a Division three school, and he's going to crack the list uh, twice. That's how good he is. Uh, we're going to end uh, this segment with him. We got to hit this one at, at number five. This was a game that was going late, and obviously it had some excitement to it. Here's what it sounded like, uh, courtesy of Marist Athletics, I guess. As Brent Musburger put it one night doing football, is there a miracle left for these guys? They have it in play. In the backcourt to Wesley, a jump pass to Harvey. 20 seconds, they better do something, and they saved it! Marist ball with 18.7 left! Oh boy, here we go again! What you have to remember, Dante Jackson will come back for Bogan. What you have to remember, no timeouts for Maris. So they, if they score here, they must foul. In play to Nick the Quick. To Hot Rod Williams. They got to get something going. Three from McIntyre. Yes! Pipkin with a jump pass. Stolen! Oh, no! Yes, That should have been higher than. I was five. say, dude, that's top three. Yeah, uh, that was really good. The pitch, really, really how bad. high his pitch got <laughs> alone makes it top three worthy. Tammy, if you're sitting back in the studio and you hear that call with that pitch, uh, is the board just uh, just going nuts? Well, not too bad. <laughs> uh, listen, I think hey, he quoted Brett Musburger. Too, he did right? quote. Yeah, he did yeah, quote yeah, Brett right? Musburger to start it off. Um, <laughs> What sport was that? That's basketball, <laughs> man. <laughs> I couldn't tell anything. Like, I couldn't understand anything. Well, you could tell they made a big three-pointer. Nick the Quick and John Hot Rod Williams I'm were playing being for facetious. And a big steal, the great comeback. <laughs> He's got another one coming up later in our uh, top ten. You can continue to weigh in. If you can remember a, a memorable or a bad or an interesting call, hit us up, 888-993-7762. Danny wants to know, would you please tell me where I can find that horse race? You Just know, uh, YouTube. You, My wife knows everything. Just type that in, and it'll come up. Yeah, good stuff. Or type in, my wife doesn't know. <laughs> he says, I have to play it for my wife. <laughs> uh, keep them coming. Uh, so, so far, Jake, uh, what's the one that stands out the most to you? So far? Yeah. <clears throat> that one. Because you can't understand anything of what he's saying. The pitch in his voice, 
I think it deserves to be higher. I got to be honest. I think we I think we messed that up. Mm. These these top four better be really good. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, they're really good. One of them's a classic. I had to refresh your memory about it earlier. You did. So. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, seven o'clock hour in the books coming up in the eight o'clock hour. We'll continue our top ten Thursday. We got number four through number one. We'll also uh, voice of the LSU Tigers. Chris Blair will join us after the break. That's not an easy segue. Awful calls to one of the best in the business, Chris Blair. But we'll get his take on maybe a, a few uh, calls that he may have messed up throughout his career. Yeah, surely he had a few, right? I mean, I know he's great now, but when you're starting out, you got to have a few hiccups. I wanted to pull up some of mine from uh, the college oh, or even yes, from the game dude. of the week. Yes. <laughs> uh, the cassette tapes don't work very well no. anymore. You got I'm something sure I can don't. play a cassette tape in? I don't, unfortunately. I don't, but uh, I would love to hear early Aaron Dietrich. 888-993-7762. We're back after this with the voice of the LSU Tigers, Chris Blair. Thanks for listening to the best of the morning drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts.